Dynasty Football Network presents Super Flexible Podcast with your two co-hosts Ayo. and swags. <laughs> I don't know why I have to laugh there, but I do. But Super Flexible is here. I am with, as always, Mr. Minimum to drink himself. How's it going to drink? What up? It's Monday. I'm, I feel like I feel like I don't really like that nickname, but I guess it is what it is. <laughs> I'll take it. Then we have a very, 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 very familiar voice to the show. I should have had him bring us in. John Hogue from the Superflex show. Superflex dude himself. How's it going? What's up, boys? I love what you've done with the, the Superflexible uh, studio here. Yeah, you nice like it? it. You don't mind yeah. all the spills all over the place and stuff. And... <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a lot more sticky than it used to be. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> but it, it's it's got a much more positive energy. I like that. <laughs> uh, appreciate you, man. And we're we're so happy to have you here. Quite honestly, hell yeah, man! It's uh it's awesome to be to be back with you guys. Be back on super flexible. All all of the above. You um, built but... the ground we're walking on. That's fair. Yep. Well, yeah. Uh, you maybe we uh, we started it. You guys perfected it. How about that? Oh, come on now. <laughs> we'll, either either way, I'll take it. it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> either way. This is what was meant to happen all along. The the, the dude swags and two drink. This is this is the go. A team. Absolutely. That, uh, that was meant for this show all along. <laughs> so we're gonna do some starts and sits. Little this and that. We got studs and duds for you. I took some duds last week. But just before we sat down, actually, they announced that Cam's out up to four weeks. It sounds like a minimum of four weeks. Oh, I didn't see four. I just all ruled out ahead of this week. But I think if you're already doing it at at this point in the week, you know, they said one to two, I feel like, originally. Uh, It's definitely leaning closer to Pim probably being out next week as well if you're already calling it right now, right? Yeah. But that's all right because Kyle Allen just lit it up. Yep. Did, did, did you see that too, let's, John? Let's am, I, am I wrong pause. on that? Can I confirm that? Like, I'm pretty sure Cam's out four weeks, though. I I hadn't heard a, a timeline beyond next week, but I mean, yeah. we're recording this Monday morning, and he's already been ruled out for uh for for Sunday. So yeah, I mean, it to me that definitely means you know this is this is kind of a long term thing. Yeah, so. it just said week four. I think I saw week four and. I just assumed the four weeks. So, yeah, just this week. You guys are right. See, that's why you're here, John. I'll just leave and you and two drink can do it. <laughs> it's like I said it before and why does he get credit for it? <laughs> well, that, but I was, that's why I was leaving. I, I left you here. I was leaving you. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com Join a 12-team Dynasty startup draft today. Leagues start at just $49 and go up to 999 Starting lineups of one quarterback, three running backs, four wide receivers, one tight end, and two flex spots. They also have best ball leagues, weekly leagues, and redraft leagues with six different starting lineup options in 10, 12, and 14 team leagues. BestFantasyFootballLeague.com The best fantasy football leagues on the net. So Kyle Allen was quarterback seven last week. Cam already ruled out. His quarterback rating. I mean, everything about it was great. How are we feeling? The Cardinals, though. That's all. That's. I, I can just... tell you guys don't really want to talk much about Kyle Allen. I traded him I'm for just, a no. 2021 first or 2021 third. Did I sell well, sh- low? You sold him for a 2021 third? What the hell are you doing with that third? You don't even like picks. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just hold it and see what uh, happens? Like, worst I did scenario, it before the game. I did get? it before the game. This feels like this does feel like a scam, dude. I mean, I, uh, I, I, went all in adopting the the whole the swag strategy of get rid of those late picks because we suck at making them and come to find out that you're that you're what a trading quarterbacks <laughs> yep yeah i feel like i just got cheated on man well i mean is kyle allen gonna be around the year that i use that 2021 third i well no probably not but I mean, neither I, will that 2021 third, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're not doing anything with sure. it. But <laughs> Why did you help another team even this week? I don't know. I, I, that's what I, I felt like I, happened. You know, there. quite honestly, I did not feel like I was going to be helping another team quite that much, to be honest. Did that, like, did that team start him this week? Yep. Do you know that? Yeah, I think is against that, you. Is that the Cam team? I think they started against you. 
Thank you. Oh, Thank damn. you for that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I might have gave you a 2021 20, second just to not make that happen. Because <laughs> I'm assuming if they played Kyle Allen against me, they probably beat me. Oh, dude, they they bragged up. about it on Twitter and beat you by half a point. Oh, damn that third mic. Who is this savage? <laughs> this, is, this is the board the board bet master himself, third mic. I get it now. Some backdoor <laughs> stuff, you guys. That's messed up. All right, fair enough. Yeah. I remember that. I didn't know he played you. I didn't even know I played you this week in a different league, and uh, so I definitely did didn't we? know. Yeah, <laughs> we, we won't talk about that All one. Right. Oh, that sounds like I did good in that one. That's why we're not going to talk about it. Got it. <laughs> nice. So I guess I mean, is Kyle Allen the truth? Like you both feel like I sold completely low. I feel like that too after after Hindsight, yesterday. Sure. Yeah. Um. But I don't know if I regret it a ton, you know, in that in the particular league that it's in. I moved a piece that I don't think I would have had room for for too long, yeah. to be honest with you. I maybe could have I could I'm definitely have got more today. Yeah, yeah, he was just early on. Free free like the day before. Literally like the day before. So then he needed a quarterback bad, got a hold of me. I asked for a 2023rd. He didn't have one. I said 2021. He sent it. All right. So you know what? That's not as bad as that is not as bad as sending uh, Mark Andrews and what's his name to John Hoags for Eric Ebron. That's what I did. Oh, I forgot about that one, dude. That's like uh, the trade that haunts me. What trade was that? Now I gave him Hayden Hurst and Mark Andrews and got Eric Ebron and a twenty twenty third. Hmm. Yep, this yeah, was this was before Luck retired. Now. Like it was an off season trade. Sure. Like Luck had retired. I was kind of hyping Ebron again, and he was and hyping I, Mark I Andrews. Like you were all over Mark Andrews like early <laughs> on, and I heard you talking about it, and I was just like, huh. So he'll take Mark Andrews and Hayden Hurst. You know, I'll just make this an easy deal, get it done. Boom, got Eric Ebron feeling like I walked all over your shit <laughs> and look what happened. Not so fast. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I didn't feel great about it at the time, even though I, I felt like there's a chance that Mark Andrews, you know, ha- has a breakout season. The bigger thing was it's a, it's a best ball league. So the fact that I was getting e- or, uh, yep. Andrews and Hurst, it was like, okay, so don't have to pick. I'm, all right. Yeah. So I'm getting the tight end. Uh, in that in that offense that I think is going to rely on it quite a bit. But the bigger thing for me was just getting away from Ebron because I really don't like the guy. As a player, I'm sure he's a nice person. I just, as a player, (laughs) I have have no interest. I don't know if he's a super nice guy. I mean, I'm sure he's got got empathy and stuff, but I know Detroit fans didn't like him and he wasn't liked in the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe my instincts were just all over this one. And I was like, and that guy's got slacker all over him, written all over him. Like, just look at the way he plays. That's probably how he is in real life, too. Just kind of yep. does I'm, absolutely, I'm absolutely nothing. absolutely ready to sell at the first big game if he has one. Just yeah. getting rid of him. Yeah. So off the rails and back to <laughs> our super flex show. Um, Daniel Jones, quarterback two. 23 completions. 36 attempts, 336 yards, two touchdowns, uh, two more on the ground. I'm all over the place. Daniel two Jones, as well. welcome to the NFL. It can't be all, it can't be all shiny. Two fumbles. And two fumbles. <laughs> I mean, if we're throwing it out there, I'm just saying. He seems careless with the ball running around, but I mean, goodness. Well, I'm sure just, he had uh, some jitters coming into it, you know. He swore. Sure. He swore. He swore. Yeah, that's what the, somebody, uh, man, somebody said it, uh. He swore in the huddle, and that's what got the team motivated. They just weren't used to it and kind of, like, got very passionate, I guess, and got the team pumped up. Oh, that's kind of smart. Just, like, never, never swear. Like, what he should really do, just go full Disney movie and just, like, (laughs) never talk at all until they absolutely, just out of nowhere, like... He just says something. Everybody's just so floored. Yeah. He he spoke like it's a miracle. Miracles do happen. Up. We can win this, guys. Yeah. They were just happy they were getting like coherent sentences and not dumb Eli face, you know, staring back at him in the <laughs> huddle. So. Yeah. To drink, you've hated Daniel Jones up to five hated days Daniel ago. Jones. Yep. You started to like him right, right before this game. Yeah. How you feeling? Yeah, right before. I mean, it it, it feels, you know. It's nice to see that, you know, opposed to some other things and going out there and just crapping the bed. 
Uh, Saquon, you know, high ankle sprain at this point is, is all we know out at least a, a couple weeks. You could see that being closer to, you know, two plus months, depending on how bad it is. Um, I almost wonder if that helped a little bit because he knew like he wasn't just going to turn around and hand the ball off 25 times. You know what I mean? And just let him get out there and make some nice throws. I, <clears throat> excuse me. I'll be honest. I, I didn't see a whole lot or, or didn't believe in him being able to, you know, kind of read through and go through his progressions, but he seemed to do that. And then it helps to have guys like Evan Ingram take one to the house and get the ball out in the Sterling Shepherd and let him, you know, as long as he didn't have a concussion, uh, seems to be okay. <laughs> That, yeah. that is a good receiver in this league, especially in setup for him. Don't forget, one more week, and then we get Tate coming back into this mix. So it's just another weapon there. Well, so Tate. sure. So you say that we get Tate back, but then, and John, I want you to jump in too, but we're missing Barkley. What's that going to do? That's what I'm saying, though. I almost wonder if that's better for him in the in the short term and out of his career. He can't just rely on turn around and hand it off. They're going to have to game plan for what Daniel Jones does best without Barkley for at least, you know, at least the next couple of weeks. So look for him to continue around to sling it. Now he doesn't get to get, play against the Bucks every week either. You know what I mean? Uh, it's nice to see these guys do this against lesser competition, but I almost feel like it's what they should do. Daniel Jones outperformed what I expected him to do for sure. But again, it's not like he was playing a tough defense this week either. Give the kids some credit. I'm not, I'm not trying to not to. And, and I definitely hated on him um, for as long as I remember hearing his name. <laughs> I'll eat my crow pie. I'll, I'll eat it. I'm hungry. That's cool. I that's a that's a pretty fair point, though. I mean, the the big concern was that it was going to be just more of him, you know, wanting to check down mostly mm-hmm. to the, you know, to the running back, maybe to the to the slot receiver in the, you know, in out in space and and um in the tight ends. But you know, they he wasn't going to push the ball down the field. That was the big knock right. coming out of college, and like you said, I mean, now he doesn't have the cl- the the crutch of uh, of Saquon Barkley at least for the first few weeks. So uh, you know, it, it it might kind of force the the development a little bit. So um, I I I still think that there was reason to have you know hesitations about him, but mm-hmm. um, I, I I think that we can uh, feel a little bit optimistic after what we just saw. I guess some of my concern too, though, with Barkley being out is the pressure that Barkley takes off Daniel Jones and sure, the way yeah, the defenses definitely. have to change. And now they don't have to worry about Barkley. Yep. Yeah. Just, they're, just they're definitely going to uh, definitely allow Daniel Jones, you know what I mean? To yep. sit back, make him pick them apart instead of putting eight in a box and letting him see easy one-on-one coverages and stuff like that on the outside for sure. But again, Offensive coordinator knows that going in, you know what I mean? And it can scheme more for Daniel Jones' skills, not not just what the Giants' offense was supposed to be. It yeah. goes both ways. Yeah. They yeah. they finish. Uh, just I, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but if, if we're talking about fantasy playoffs just for this year, um, Philly's been known to give up quite a bit. They finish week 14 is Philly. Week 15, good Lord, is Miami. That team, where they even have people wanting to play at that point, they don't want to now. Um <laughs> Washington, they have coming up both this week and week four, plus in week 16, which is most championships week. And for some reason, you're crazy and play 17. You get Philly again. So the last couple of last month there, the season for Daniel Jones, when we are expecting Saquon to be back to full accompaniment of offense. Good Lord. I, I don't want to call him a league winner. You know, I mean, in a redraft, but if, if we're going to get even kind of uh, close to what we saw here you know, towards the end, it, it lines up really well for him. Yeah. Yeah, that, man, the, that hurts me to say, by the way. I hope you guys know that. <laughs> it really does. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think the big key here is can, can Daniel Jones keep them? It, is, it, it feels weird to say this about the New York Giants, you know, mm-hmm. uh, less than 24 hours after we were talking about them being among the worst in the league. But I think with Daniel Jones at quarterback, they've got a chance to make a, a playoff push. Now, it's a lot tougher in the NFC than it would be in the AFC. If they were in the AFC, I would, you know, you could pencil mm-hmm. them in right now for a wild card. But uh, if if he can keep them in the race, then all of a sudden, all of those pieces on offense, you know, uh, I I think become, you know, the the guys that you want down the down the stretch and in the fantasy mm-hmm. playoffs. And and in fact, I would even say that at that point, Saquon Barkley becomes 
you know, what we got last year from Christian McCaffrey, what we got the year mm-hmm. before from Todd Gurley, just yeah. that, that insane run at the end of the year that is just unbeatable. And at the end of the year, we look at it and we say, you know, this guy was on 60% of fantasy championship rosters or whatever the hell. Yeah. There's, there's a good chance that, uh, that that's Saquon, it, it, it all just hinges on Daniel Jones being able to win a couple games here, you know, with Barkley out. Keep well, the out momentum going. In yeah. that division, I mean, outside of Dallas right now, it's wide open. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so, for sure. Everybody's one and two or, or worse. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and I mean, I think that probably the, uh, it, you know, I, I mean, the NFC South is not looking great all of a sudden. Um, I'm, I'm not sure they have the defense, you know what I mean, to let them uh, allow them to make a playoff push. We'll have to see how those come together. But that, yeah. in turn, creates positive gains for for Daniel Jones to have to throw as well. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. not like these teams are going to crush people and then and just sit back. No, he's he is going to have to go out and win these games, especially without Barkley in the next you know month or so, and and put it on him. So let's let's see what the kid can do. Yeah, yep. huge development year can, for the kid too. Yeah. He's got some 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 tough matchups coming up where uh, they're really going to put him to the test. He's mm-hmm. got Minnesota and uh, New England, and I believe both of those are on the road. Um, and Minnesota's at home. Minnesota's at home, but New England is on the road, which is never fun to play. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, there's definitely some tough matchups in there coming up. At Detroit, there's no, no slouch as we look at that team, you know, kind of put it together too. So, so yep. John. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jones or Jameis Winston today? Straight up. <laughs> Daniel Jones by so much. You knew that. You're a jerk. <laughs> Such a jerk. Fine. I'm going there. You made yep, me do yeah, it. I put it absolutely. Because I told you. Yesterday, I told you there was one couple John mentioned. Two plus touchdowns. Yeah. yeah well, I, well, I told John. you that. John, no, I told you that. Go back and listen. Absolutely. It was just the last show we did where you asked me Daniel yep. Jones or Jameis Winston, and I went Winston over Daniel Jones because I said this is going to be a great game wrong. for Winston. We all, well, sure, it was wrong, <laughs> but, I, but we, we said this is going to be a great game for Winston. Correct. Yada, yada, Correct. yada. John, yesterday or today, you mentioned that don't be fooled. This is, this is a sell window for Jameis Winston. Yeah, I mean, that was about as good as it's going to get, you know, as far as a matchup uh, for Jameis Winston, for one thing. Um, I mean, the other thing is, I mean, he's just, he's so bad. Like, (laughs) God, God, I'm so sick of watching Jameis Winston. It like, the, the. It, it, he's got some tough matchups coming up, by the way. So That's fair. he's at at the Rams next week. At then New decent, yeah. then yeah, decent one at New Orleans. Um, it's on the road, but it's a decent matchup. Depending on Lattimore in there, yeah, I hear you. yeah, yeah. And then he's got Carolina. I mean, it looks pretty nice after the bye, but it just. Do you think you could get I, Sam Darnold for Jameis Winston today? I think that you probably could. That's a deal I would be willing to make as long as I have two starters. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, I'm holding. Not Darnold, exactly sure so. when Darnold's coming back. You know, for the short term. Yep, they're yeah. on bye week. Is that that's this week? Next week? This week? Yeah, they're on bye uh, this week. Yeah, yeah, this week. Yeah, there you go. Hmm. Yeah, and obviously STDs are in play for him. So um, <laughs> <laughs> some baked in risk that doesn't wash off but i'm gonna use that to sell it too (laughs) you just never know he's got the mono currently doesn't sting when he pees but you know (laughs) next week (laughs) just just wait till he loses his virginity man and then we're we're talking like season ending stuff seriously (laughs) but so to drink you i mean are you totally sold on winston now I don't know if I'm sold, but I'm. I think I'm going to be a little stubborn here. I mean, he still threw the pick. We know he's going to throw picks. Three eighty. Finally found his boy Mike Evans. You know, what that I mean? was and nice. Yeah. Forgot about Godwin a little. You know, a little bit there. At least they didn't funnel that way. Uh, I agree with the matchup being quite nice, um, and that helping him. You know, if this is his best game of the season, it, it wouldn't totally shock me. Uh, but in the same light, again this. This Bucks defense isn't great either. Um, although we saw a little bit more out of Ronald Jones in this game, 
I, I don't know that people again want to buy into the running back, you know what I mean, for them right now. So yeah, I'm 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 pissed at both of you, but I'm staying on Jameis Winston. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna stay attached to Bruce Arians and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and and, and a tight end, whichever one's there. I think those are enough options and and how Arians wants the offense to run that I'm that I'm gonna stay put. Donald so, is Donald is interesting, but I just I hate Gay so much as a Dolphins fan and just what what he has done, and, and I, I just I wonder about the direction of that team moving forward too. Yeah, that's personal bias. I get it. Like other people might not feel that way, but you didn't you didn't live through four years of Adam Gase either down in Miami, just ripping it apart. So <laughs> yeah, true. and then tell me tell me the receiving option that you like in New York over you know the first two in Tampa. I mean, none of them. Thank you. Okay. Well, then I'm going to take the quarterback with better weapons. Maybe that, Crowder that or Godwin. I mean, honestly. Pass all day long. I'll take Godwin. Get out of here. And I don't even like Godwin. The, I mean, the problem is these wide receivers can produce with without Jameis Winston, you know, doing. Right. With Fitz, who just wanted to chuck it around all over the place, which is what Arians yeah. wants, what's, wants Arians wants Winston to do, too. Well, the, I got, the, I got the problem though is swags for mentioning Blaine <laughs> Gabbert and Ryan Lee or Ryan Griffin in previous ones because we're not allowed to talk about the backup. But Winston can't hold the job there. Then, <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's going to be an issue. the The problem is part of what Bruce Arians wants him to do. It's it's not just about you know a pass heavy offense. It's also about processing information, making good reads, which you he know, does not do. I hundred percent. He doesn't do that stuff. And and the big thing is. You know, it, it, at the end of the game, when you get into the two-minute drill and you've got to drive down the field and get the game-winning touchdown, at that point, when when you get into that situation, it's all on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, it, the you're you're running the coach's playbook, but I, you're the one calling the plays at the line. You're the one, you know, adjusting your protections. Um, it, all of that stuff relies on the brain of Jameis Winston. I'm not, I am trying to not be too offensive about this, but <laughs> you, <laughs> you don't want to rely on the brain of Jameis Winston for much of any hundred percent. I can't, I can't fault you there. I, I get that point. Totally. It, so I'm not, I, I'm, I'm not ready to be out. Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. I mean, it's, it's, it is a little hard to imagine them benching him for Blaine Gabbert. Even though there's a familiarity there for Bruce Arians, yeah, for sure. You know, he he brought Blaine Gabbert over from Arizona with him, so mm-hmm. that was kind of the, the you know, there's there's a chance that that was the goal, but I think that the most likely scenario here is they let Jameis Winston play out the season for better or for worse, um, and you know, get so that they're able to come to a final conclusion on him um, going into his walk year. Yeah, going in, you know, when his contract expires at the end of the season. Correct. Yep. All right. I so, like Hogue, you believe that Winston is a starting quarterback next year? I, I don't know, have I, to say the no. team. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, I mean, I there's a possibility. I suppose there are going to be enough jobs available that that there's a possibility. But I, I, I think he makes a little. He makes but not in sense Tampa. as a backup. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I don't think he'll be back in Tampa. I think they'll be drafting early, and I think that they're going to go get you know one of those one of those I, Herbert or whatever. I I truly don't mean this as a shot to you, but because they're connected <laughs> and where uh-huh. they were drafted is mm-hmm. Marcus Mariota a starting quarterback next year? Drafted one oh, two, they're they're on similar you know almost projected pass right. They're getting a lot yeah. of crap here. So is that a guy? And I'm just not even on the show sheet, just jumping off, but. Is, is that a guy that you believe is a starting quarterback next year? So I, I believe that he has the capacity to, the capacity to do it. I think that he's in a situation where he could potentially keep the job just because, I mean, that defense is going to keep them competitive mm-hmm. to a point where they're not going to be drafting high enough to get, you know, one of the guys who you just, you just clear the deck and say, this is our new franchise quarterback. I don't think they're going to have that access. Uh, so I, I think, you know, he, he, I think he has a better shot at it, even though I don't know that he deserves it. You know, I, I'm getting pretty frustrated with, with Mariota and I I mean, really with that offense in general, um, it's way too conservative. So, but okay. So to that point though, right? Like the, 
the adverse from Jameis is that as long as Mariota doesn't turn the ball over, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? They are going to play good defense. Vrabel, uh, Vrabel just seems like a guy that as long, very conservative. As long as you don't turn the ball over, we're going to win. You know what I mean? Like we'll, we'll win that way. So maybe that's the way that he keeps his job. But fantasy wise, it's, it's still not really helping you out a ton. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. There's, we, we might be done with Mariota before they are because, you know, they've, they've kind of got a team build and they've got a philosophy that works with what Marcus Mariota does. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the whole key is they've got to win some games. I mean, you can't, you can't lose to Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Wow, don't, you better be careful. Watch <laughs> yeah. out for a shoe ball down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually, I actually really like Minshew, but I mean, you, you, the the big problem is, you know, you can't you can't keep losing to these uh, to these division opponents, um, it, you know, and and do it with a complete lack of offense. You've it, at some point, even as a game manager, he's still got to put points on the board, and he they've got to get these wins. Uh, or else, yeah, I mean, we might be talking about I, I, I don't think that the answer is Ryan Tannehill either, but I think that there are gonna be some people available that could actually that could push Mariota if they don't feel like they're gonna be able to contend with him. All right, last last one and then I'll shut up. No, I'm interrupting. Um, no more crappy quarterbacks. We're done. All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lot to get through. So we, we've got to get over to DraftKings really quick, and then we're going to come back and do a few start sits if we can get through them, and then cool. get down to studs and duds. Sounds good. DynastyFootballFactory.com has it all. Impact articles, a full scope of fantasy football rankings, ADP, and exclusive members-only access to Factory Sports Slack channel. Dynasty, Redraft, IDP, Debbie, and even DFS. A Factory Sports membership unlocks it all and annual memberships are free that's right we've partnered with DraftKings to bring you your annual sports membership for free just go to dynastyfootballfactory.com shop and click on the DraftKings membership promo sign up for your DraftKings account deposit just $20 and you'll receive a free $10 bonus and free factory sports annual membership eligibility and restrictions apply see website for details so act now and become a Factory Sports member for free. Visit DynastyFootballFactory.com slash shop today. Alrighty. Into some starting sits. This is where the setup begins. You knew we had to set up John Hogue coming onto the show. So we're going to start <laughs> with, and these are all real scenarios too. These are all out of people's lineups. We'll DM them later. So do you guys want Eric Ebron or Delaney Walker? Ebron versus the Raiders or... Walker versus the Falcons. Uh, I'll go first, and I'm taking Delaney. Yeah, that one seems easy. Minimum of six targets seems like the only guy I'm going to trust in the Tennessee receiving options on a weekend and weekend basis. Uh, Ebron, I'm going to have to see it consistently before I'm I'm going to play him over somebody like Delaney. So I think I it's think probably Hogue's top, top five this tight one end. at the beginning of the show. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now that uh, Eric Ebron is my mortal enemy. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I couldn't possibly go with him. But yeah, it's also just, I mean, he's not scoring touchdowns this year. That's the whole difference. So um, until he is, give me Walker. Uh, that so I could doing that too. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely taking Walker. Walker's been looking very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can buy him for, and, a, a low price because he's older. Like I would definitely put Walker on any of my teams. Especially this next if one is interesting. Uh, Hogan needs to go first. Cause I want him to say it. Uh, <laughs> I am interested to hear what he says too. So this is sit one of the three Aaron Rodgers versus the Eagles, Philip rivers versus the dolphins or Russell Wilson versus the Cardinals. They're all good matchups by the way. Oh, so good. Oh man. Um, Man, this is a super flex, right? <laughs> this is super yeah. flex, yep. Who's, That's who's, why you're only sitting one of them. Oh, you're sitting one. You're sitting okay. one, yep. Aaron Rodgers, oh, Philip Rivers, God. or Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Say it, Hogue. Uh, yeah. Feels good in the soul. Uh, I mean, it doesn't, but... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of tired of... Uh, I don't know, though. Rodgers is at three <laughs> He's tough back. matchups. He's coming back. <laughs> right? Um. 
Yeah. Still no Patrick you know Peterson what? for Arizona. Like, how you sit in Russ? He yeah, just, you, you. He just Russ lit up. Is, Russ is a must start. All I, right. Well, then now you're playing Rivers against the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, you could also. I guess where I'm, where I'm thinking I might take this though is Austin Eckler is the big play against the Dolphins. So it's just um, it's so out of control. Rivers doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which you know that's that's kind of what we so saw much with. in the first half. He doesn't have to do anything, and then your numbers are so inflated. Yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely that. I mean, the, it's it's crazy. The Dolphins' defense is so bad that the passing game's upside is capped mm-hmm. because you only really have to play a quarter or two. Against You're up twenty eight nothing two minutes into the second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. And, and we saw it yesterday with uh, with Dallas. I mean, mm-hmm. Dak. Dak had a nice game, but two running backs over a hundred yards. Yeah. I I think that that's kind of that's the bigger matchup to exploit. So yeah, I'm gonna sit Rivers. Wow, wow! I, you you knew I was gonna find a way to do. Uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, I could definitely hear. I mean, Case threw up what almost 400 yards versus the Eagles in Week One. So like, it's not like they can't be thrown on. All of them are juicy matchups. Yeah. Um, but Rogers just quite hadn't put it together. So I get this could be the get right game because it's one of the easier ones he's had so far. I just don't see how I sit the other guys. They just feel too safe. And I'm going to play that. That's fine. Maybe Eckler and even it's a Justin Jackson kind of week because of that against the Dolphins. But I think if we're getting to that point, Rivers did enough safety wise to get you there. Plus the upside of Russ. So unfortunately, I'm going to sit Rogers here. It's a bold, bold move. Yeah, I mean, man, it's so tough. But I think that that I, feel like you should pick I think Russell that Philip Rivers, <laughs> oh, I mean, you're you're absolutely starting Russell Wilson. He's yeah. I think he might I'm, be the quarterback one for the week. Yeah. I uh, I have started um, Josh Allen over Aaron Rodgers two weeks in a row on the same team now, and I would mm-hmm. start Philip Rivers over Aaron Rodgers this week. Yeah, yeah, you it's knew. So we all tough, knew Hogue, Hogue so wasn't picking. No chance he was going to say Rogers sitting right by, there. By no yeah, means does would, it not feel weird or anything like that. It absolutely feels weird, but uh, I think yeah. Rogers has been played against uh, every week so far in our duds versus studs as well, though, just because of yeah. the matchup. So again, this isn't the matchup that you would do that with, but yeah, this is this is about as good as it gets for Rogers this mm-hmm. season. Is it, that's what it looks like, and and the the other thing about it is the Eagles have enough firepower on offense to actually keep them in the game and keep Aaron Rodgers throwing. Yeah, that, that's yep. a tough one, though, man. It feels weird to bench any of those guys, but yeah. this guy is stacked at quarterbacks. Um, the next one, start two of these players. Wide receivers, Corey Davis against the Falcons, Chris Conley against the Broncos, or Devin Smith against the Saints. Have to Jesus. start two, so you're benching one of these guys. Corey Davis, Chris Conley, or Devin Smith is getting How benched. How deep is this? How did we go so wrong? You guys are trying to bait me on another one. Here. <laughs> <laughs> All of them are just to mess so, with John's head. I love it. So if okay, so in this league scoring, Conley has 47 points, Devin Smith has 26.8, and Corey Davis has 13.2. Oh. <laughs> If that, um, uh, if that changes anything uh, points, for you guys, points stay true for me. <laughs> I will, <laughs> I will do that. I hope Corey Davis can can at least see a consistent targets with balls that are catchable to him. But um, man, Chris Conley, huh? That high? All right, yeah, yeah. I was surprised, dude. Still no Gallup. All right, yeah. So, sick Corey Davis, gross. <laughs> it's all gross, by the way. Yeah, I don't I don't like any of that. I think I'm gonna sit Devin Smith just a little too boom bust and and I get it with Corey Davis. But again, you knew I was gonna spin it for one thing. For another <laughs> thing, I mean so Denzel Ward, Pierre Desir, Jalen Ramsey, that was that's what yep. his uh his matchups have looked like through the first three weeks. Now it sucks that he's not you know by now he should really be matchup proof. But he's not, so I don't think that there's anybody on Atlanta that's going to shut him down. Man, I would love to see know, a Corey Davis on get right it's game. Marcus Mariota's going to shut him down. Um, I have dropped sure. him in all of my redraft formats, yep. and it's so tough to start him. These options are so weird, though. Um, this is for real, though. I 
I, I think I'm with two drink on this, John. I, I and dude, <laughs> I've been behind Corey Davis because I know he's your guy too. But he's I'm yeah, um, you've been on him hard. Kalamazoo because I've, of Western Michigan here. I've always been yeah. about Corey Davis. This year has been rough. I'm buying in Dynasty, but I'm done starting him. It's, yeah, I. I've, I've dropped him in some redraft leagues. I, I, I'm not so stubborn with these guys that I'm not willing to be realistic about it. I just think I, I, I don't like these other options. I, I Here's what I would actually say. I mean, I think Chris Conley is startable against Denver. They've got one guy who can cover, and I think he's probably going to be on Westbrook, maybe Chark. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think Conley pretty much runs free. Uh, I think I haven't really dug into matchups a whole lot yet. Uh, it's only you know, Monday morning, but by the end of the week, I think we're going to have some guys who are on your waivers that you're going to be able to pick up and plug and play that are going to be better than any of these guys. The other one I would say is Conley like twisted his ankle and hyperextended his knee. Now he came back into the game, but um, we, we don't have to hear anything from them since I was at Thursday night game. We didn't have to hear anything over there. So I just wonder maybe some practice reports Monday and Tuesday, just check that. Cause if that knee's full up, that might not even be an option for you. So just check it out. It may not. It'll be. You might, it, it might. It might be telling you yourself. Yeah, I'm I mean, interested point, to see that. what you guys think. Number four, we need a running back and a flex. So, out of Miles Sanders against the Packers, Jamal Williams against the Eagles, or Mike Williams against the Dolphins, we need a we running back. Regular, and a flex. regular scoring here. You give me a little quarter carry bonus. What are we doing? Um, flat. I'm looking at the league. It's a. Uh, Little quarter carry. It's got some bonuses and stuff. I mean, some yeah. PPR quarter carry, approximately. Hogue, I'm gonna make it easy for you. I'm gonna take Mike Williams, and then you can pick the running back you want. Uh, <laughs> so, so we're flexing Mike Williams. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I get what he said about Philip Rivers, but I'm, I'm playing Mike Williams. You know this. Yeah, I still think Sa- there's Saving Howard's gonna be on Keenan Allen. He'll, he'll move around and follow. In this league, <laughs> scoring Jamal Williams and Mike Williams are tied exactly to the decimal point in points today. I stand by what I said. Yeah, uh, yeah, that is the easy one, Mike Williams. Um, between the two backs, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, I also, by the way, really do do not like Jamal Williams. Um, that one doesn't, doesn't make it on the podcast nearly as much. Doesn't feel good. Does it? You don't want him to start him. Like I don't want to start Jamal Williams. No, no. Aaron Jones is so much better and Jamal Williams just looks so slow and so beast. Um, I'm going (laughs) to, so I'm going to take Miles Sanders. I, I don't, I don't buy this Jamal Williams workload. Jamal Williams more touches than Aaron Jones last week. Yep. More. Not equal. I know. It's ridiculous. It's like you want to start Miles Sanders so you see it happen. Yeah, that too. So I'm I'm with you guys on this because collectively you just went Mike Williams and Miles Sanders, but Miles Sanders is scoring less points than Jamal Williams, so I could see why this person could have I, a struggle setting this lineup. I'm going to play Jamal over Miles Sanders this week in that matchup back-to-back. I think the Packers oh, wow. with those linebackers um, are, are – yeah – even if I'm getting a 50-50 split between Jamal and Aaron Jones, what kind of split are we getting in Philly? Um, yeah, give me Jamal Williams and Mike Williams. I like Miles Sanders. I want that to happen. Jordan Howard's pissing me off right now. To me, Miles Sanders is kind of a – he's a rich man's Philip Lindsay, and we just saw Philip Lindsay go over 100 yards on the Packers. Mm, yeah. um, sco- and two touchdowns. Twice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, there's also to me there's a game script piece. I think um, I I just think that uh, Miles Sanders. I I think that Philadelphia tries to control the clock, and I think that the Packers are chasing points. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I want to get through a couple more of these really quick. Number five: D.D. Westbrook versus the Broncos, or Deontay Johnson versus the Bengals. Deontay is this your swag for me? What's that? Is this Did is you? this one your swag? This is somebody else's. Um, this is somebody else's. None of these teams are mine. D.D. Westbrook versus the Broncos or Deontay Johnson versus the Bengals. Yeah, Johnson. I, I think that D.D. Westbrook gets the Chris Harris coverage. That's yeah. that's my guess. And uh, again, that's all the Broncos can do in the defensive secondary is shut down one guy. Swags, why wouldn't that go to D.J. Shark if he's the best receiver for the Jags then? I know you're not the one that asked it, but I'm going to ask you. I don't know what you mean. This team doesn't own DJ Shark. I know, but if the coverage from Chris Harris is going to be on D.D. Westbrook. Oh, like, 
That's all. Well, Deontay Johnson, six targets DJ to Sharks James Washington. Better than D. D. Westbrook. I told you this before this week happened, and I was interested to see that split. Or is there worry there? His best friend, what Manila said was his brother-in-law, even though we found out that was a lie, is James <laughs> Washington, four targets to Deontay Johnson, six. Is that real? Do we buy that? Um, if we buy that, we should go Deontay Johnson here, I think. Yeah, I'm, go- I'm going Deontay yeah. Johnson over D.D. Westbrook, personally. Well, you hate D.D. because you're a jerk. Um, All right, I'm going to go Deontay Johnson, too. I, I'm going to take the increased targets and until we see Washington prove that he's going to be the, the second receiver there. Give, give me Deontay Johnson. Is this one of the things like through week because... three in this league scoring Deontay Johnson has 26 points and D.D. Westbrook has 21, 21.5 nice. through three weeks. Yep. So, I mean, it's just D.D.'s not looking good. It's not happening like everybody imagined. He dropped a touchdown that last game. I know you can say that from a few players. Sure. But yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. But he, he dropped it. Yep, he it dropped wasn't it. like a called back play. I think. Yeah, I think that's correct. That's fair. I took Deontay Johnson. Number six. Did it. You sure. need a running back and a flex. This one's a little tougher. And it, it shouldn't be. Oh, my gosh. If you asked me this weeks ago, I would crap on you for having Joe Mixon in this conversation. But Joe Mixon versus the Steelers. Chris Carson versus the Cardinals. Or Chris Conley versus the Broncos. Running back and a flex. I'm taking uh. both running backs here. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Penny out last week, and even if he's back ready to go. Uh, and Carson didn't look great, right? That that game script flipped, flipped Joe a lot Joe Mixon has Seattle the fewest time. points. At the next closest is ahead of him by 16. That's okay. Yeah. The, Are you getting worried about Mixon? Sure, as you should. It's a Dalton run team. Yeah. So I'm John, still taking the two running backs here. It feels so much safer than throwing Chris Conley out there. He's the highest yeah. scorer of all these. Oh no, Chris Carson is. And you guys, you guys know how much I love Chris Carson, but um, just the the fumbles are are making me nervous mm-hmm. for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, those two guys should have a pretty safe workload. Um, I think Conley's an interesting plug and play, but uh, I don't. I think that's going Not a here. too deep. Yeah. It's getting a little too cute. Mm-hmm. Tight end premium. Last one: Will Disley or Miles Sanders? Oh, Disley. I think. Big Montana. Yes. And it's Arizona who cannot guard the tight ends, except for like this past week. They did an okay job. But yeah, I'll take Disley. Barkley is out four to six weeks. So hold on. Will Disley or Jamal Williams then? Since you guys wanted Will to see Disley the easily. Other side. And with this with this uh, tight end premium still, yeah, I'm taking Disley easily. Is it trade addicts one point seven five or just one? It is the Scott Fishbowl. Um I hope you guys oh, trust your advice first. because okay. these are all of your teams. Really? Yep. <laughs> wow. Um, Wait, question one number one I... was two drink. Number two was you, John. You also had number three. Um, I don't know if you're looking at notes. I can go over these for you, too. Number four was you, two drink. Five was two drink. Six and seven were both. Um, F, I got to play Dante Johnson over Didi. For yep. real? Yep. Like, for real in mind? Damn it. Brissett <laughs> or Aaron Rodgers. Brissett is outscored Aaron Rodgers by 25 points to date in the Scott Fishbowl. Brisket. But I get to play both. I get to play both in the Scott Fishbowl. If that one's mine, I'm playing them both. Scout NFL football like a pro. Invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the Scouting Academy. They've educated NFL GMs, personnel directors, and dozens of NFL scouts. Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position by position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. All right. Two drink, got time for stud first duds? Let's hurry up. All right. All right, so quick recap from last week. We had open bar guys, Gabe and J. Mike on. Uh, Gabe took brisket over Aaron Rodgers, and that worked out. So uh, Brissett scored him in the in the format I have by 10.5 points. Plus, there was an 89% difference. So Gabe throws out a 99.5 last week, um, which would have been a great score if not for J-Mike taking Mr. Teddy Two Gloves over Baker Mayfield. Uh, Teddy only outscored him by 7.1, but the percentage difference of 96% math. J-Mike rocks 103.1. That is currently the leader in the clubhouse. 
Uh, me and Swags were being really nice to the guests last week and let them take the easy ones as we both took duds. I had right. Dalton so nice over, over the highest scoring quarterback in the week in Russell Wilson, which is an amazing call by me. Great job. And then Swags <laughs> took Josh Allen over Carson Wentz, which was actually fairly close. Carson Wentz on the, kind of that fourth quarter comeback, I think, is what did you. And otherwise, you might have pulled that one out as well. Um, so I'm just going to put this in here because I got a lot of crap from J. Mike, I feel like, for not giving him enough respect from even playing last year. So currently, <laughs> currently, ho, the guest record for does versus studs comes from week three, J. Mike, the 103 with Bridgewater over Baker. Wow, that's um, a new record. I mean, I didn't really go back uh, to last man. for the guest gotcha. and for this year because I'm too lazy to go back to last year. Dang. You're welcome. I'm just, yeah, it's the record. You're welcome. Uh, I'm going to jump in real quick, and I am going to stay with Gabe's pick and uh, Jacoby Brisket, 19%. Going to keep that hot streak going versus Oakland. Um, and I'm going to play him against Mr. Tom Brady, 98% himself at Buffalo. Tough division game. That game seems to always be kind of down and dirty and gross. And it's at Buffalo. Give me the brisket over over the Brady one. Yes, sir. I need to get back on track, get some points. That's all. Uh, I like Somebody that else. one. You know, yeah, I wanted to say something bad about it, but I don't hate it at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's just because it's me. Wanted to say <laughs> and, something and, bad you know, again, it. like it's... even the ones you said above super quick, like the idea of this is the process that you can find a way to get by with some of these cheap quarterbacks and mm-hmm. even people like me. And I know how John is. We, we like to spend on those quarterbacks. I'm not saying I'm changing my ways, but you can get by it other ways you know so that's what well, doesn't mean you can't have a bunch of quarterbacks on your team and just play matchups you know what i mean you might have a bunch of these guys on your own team and just yeah all right so I'll john john is actually starting aaron Rodgers in his lineup over philip rivers and russell wilson even though they both <laughs> score more points that's right well, they, sometimes they have people are scored more points they... <laughs> 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 there's that too that i i've i've got a few hills uh, that, that they're going to have to spread my ashes on. <laughs> so, John, why don't you go ahead and go next? Uh, man, J-Mike is so much better than it, everything than I am. J-Mike's so pretty crazy. cool. I'm pretty sure he cheats. <laughs> just throwing that out there. I haven't been able to prove it yet, but he's a cheater. <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> even do his own solo too, shows. Like, it's somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> just like with a, a voice distorter. <laughs> uh that just makes it so smooth. Yeah, um, I'm, taking, <laughs> I'm taking Mason Rudolph, 13% owned on Yahoo um, at one. home against the, the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, no defense there. And then uh, I'm taking him over Carson Wentz, 98% owned uh, on the road against the Packers. That's a very good pass defense in Green Bay right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. I like that you went over, over Wentz too. So I am taking... Daniel Jones over Matt Ryan. Daniel Jones at 17% owned and Matt Ryan at 98% owned. And that is all. Nice. But Daniel, I love Daniel Jones' matchup. I think that uh, the Titans will put up a little bit of a fight for Matt Ryan. And I, I think Daniel Jones is the new the new guy. Young. Not, not like the guy. That was too much for the end of the show. I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah but if we see it one more time but i think that there's a chance here i mean it's another nice matchup and uh, it's actually a way better matchup on on paper anyways than than what he just had with tampa bay so yep. washington is the fifth the fifth worst defense against the pass yeah. in terms of allowing fantasy points so i think it'd be a good one yeah i'm with you all right john Thank you super much for coming on. We unfortunately lost at FL2 Drink Minimum last minute. Be sure to find him. Find us at Superflex Pod at Superflex Trades. I am at DFF underscore swag. John, tell them who you are, all the great places you they can find you, what you're working on, any shows. You have more than I can mention going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, at Superflex Dude on Twitter, um, a part of the Superflex Super Show. And uh, which is going five times a week right now, by the way. I'm not on all of them, but uh, there's a show five days a week. Dude, you guys are doing Um, a ton. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's been a lot of fun so far. It's really cool. But yeah, definitely check that out. We do waivers. We do star sits. Uh, We've got a live mailbag show. You can send in questions and and get them answered live. Are you still recording with Addison Hayes? 
Uh, we haven't in a while. Um, he's uh, he's pretty busy with real life, so um, we'll see. That one might pick back up. Um, but uh, in the meantime, I'm still writing for FF Statistics, and I also joined the FF Mercenaries, uh, where uh, where we're kind of hired guns with uh, with fantasy football advice. So check that out at FF Mercs. Yeah, on the spot advice. Indeed, catered to you. That's right. You know what my son called me last night? And it was like the best compliment ever. <laughs> he goes, uh, he was talking to my daughter. He goes, Libby, dad's like the waiter, the bodyguard, and your chauffeur all in one. <laughs> and it, it was kind of a slight, but you're like, wow, he does know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a, I, I've got a, one of my home fantasy leagues. Um, it's a redraft league and the rule is whoever scores the least points, uh, in a week has to give, has to do a video, an apology video and send it to the league. Where oh, they apologize. Wow. I would hate that. <laughs> yeah. It sucks, man. Um, Did you lose? No, I, I didn't. So you have to, if, if you get the lowest score, you have to apologize to the person who beat you and the person who had the highest score in the league. Wow. So I ended up. Uh, playing against the guy who got the lowest score, and I also got the highest score of the week. So he had to just do a double apology to me. Oh wow! And, uh, on and one tape, just, or are there two tapes? Like, how do you do this? Just all in one video. Just, just. And then I'm you send sorry. it out to the league with the apologies directed at those people. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And so he did his video um, next to his daughter, his his three year old daughter, who was laying there watching cartoons. And like in the middle of him, like apologizing very effeminately, might I add, <laughs> he his like while he's doing this video, his daughter just looks at up, looks up at him and says, could you leave me alone? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Dude, this is like the most I, I don't know this. This feels more like a cry for help than anything. <laughs> this is. Like that's your life, man. Yeah, can't even uh, get away with an apology without being told that you're just just in the way, man. <laughs> Seriously, like so taken <laughs> for granted. The most thankless job you could have. Yeah. 